Chapter 17, Run Fu. We were standing outside of Uncle Kahana's apartment. Surprised to find the door lock, we knocked and called, but no one answered. The curtains were closed and the house was silent. He knew we were coming, right? Charsu said. Yeah, I said, three o'clock. It's after three now, said Jay. You think Uncle Kahana and Elima forgot? Nah, no way, I said. He reminded me yesterday. Try knocking again, Charsu said. I raised my hand, but before it touched the door, it opened. What? scowled Uncle Kahana. Uh, how's it, Uncle? I said. Go away. He shut the door in my face. We stood there just looking at each other. What now? Jay asked. Something's not right, Charsu said. You think? Jay said. Knock again, Zader. No way, I said. I'll do it. Jay tapped on the door. Uncle, he called. Uncle Kahana, it's us. We're here for the lesson. The door popped open. What? You guys selling cookies, lao lao, or band candy? Uh, no, uncle, we're here for lua, Jay said. You need a bathroom? Go downstairs. Hari has a public lua in the back of the store. This is a private residence. This time he slammed the door. What's wrong with Uncle Kahana, Charsu asked. Why is he mad at us? Should we go, I asked. Jay shook his head. You think he's lost it just like Frankie's grandpops? Old guys can just snap. Maybe we better get Hari. From behind the door, we heard a muffled sound, like a cough or a wheeze. Shh, said the door. Charsu cocked her head. Where's Elima? On cue, the door began to growl, low and deep. I looked at Jay's arm and saw the chicken skin rise, echoing the chills I was feeling tingle up and down my spine. I glanced at Charsu, but she was shave ice cool, watching the door. We are stupid head, she said and scratched on the door with her nails, a politely soft sound. She leaned close to the door jam and whispered, Pono. The growling stopped at the door, cracked open barely wide enough for Uncle Kahana's eyes to peer out at us. He said not a word. Charsu bowed her head. Aloha Kumo, we are very sorry for being late. Uncle Kahana's eyes looked out at us, saying nothing. Charsu looked up, then quickly backed down. She jabbed me with her elbow. Come on, she hissed. Jay and I bowed our heads. Sorry, Kumu, we said. Hmm, he snorted, blowing the air out in one giant rush. What time is it? Uh, 3.10, something like that, said Jay, still looking down. And what time did I say, Zader? Three o'clock. Hmm, he snorted again. What else did I say, ah? Huna na me huna, said Charsu. And that means banging on my door, shouting to the world, you like go four, four, four? No, Kumu, she said. It means keep sacred things keep secret. The opposite of saying we're here for our lua lesson. It means proper respect, I said. We were thoughtless, Kumu. It won't happen again. Hmm, he snorted for a third time. You have anything else to say to me? Aye, Kumu, said Charsu, raising her eyes to his. Pono. The eyeball moved to me. Pono? I said, Pono, said Jay. My ka'i, said Uncle Kahana, throwing the door wide. E como mai. Leave your slippers outside. As we came through the door, Elima greeted us all with a lick, then retired to her pillow stashed under the, under the kitchen table again. Like before, the furniture was pushed out of the way, but this time a section of the floor was padded in lohala mats and old cushions. I recognized from the chase lounges on the lanai, Jay grinned at the padding and swung his arms, ready to rumble. 
There was a smell, fresh and crisp and green in the air. That led me to a glass bowl resting on the kitchen counter. Maile laoli'i and olapa, said Uncle Kahana, breathing deeply. Although we don't have an altar like a proper palua, it didn't seem right to begin without something to remind us of the traditions of our fathers and mothers. He smiled at Charsu. Like life, everything about Lua is symbolic. Smell em? We nodded. The maile smells strong, yeah? It represents the body. A strong, healthy body has an odor, sweat, very distinct. We work, we play, we live, we sweat. Death also has a smell, a rotten, putrid, pilau stink. Lua is about balance. In the pa lua, the strong fragrance of maile reminds us of the balance between life and death. And the olapa, asked Jay, it's not strong like maile. The olapa branch represents throwing aside what troubles you, sweeping away those who would harm you or have evil intentions or thoughts towards you. The blalas, I said. Who? Jay asked. Never mind, I said. It's not important. The blalas? Maybe, said Uncle Kahana. Olapa represents everybody who threatens you, known and unknown. Kumu, are we going to learn some lua throws today? Jay tapped the mats with his foot. Bumbai, first we stretch. He worked us slow and steady, loosening joints and lengthening muscles, stretching places between ankles and shoulders and knees and hips I didn't know I had. Jay didn't say a word, but I could feel him twitching, the energy humming through his body. Jay's bored. He wants to fight. Okay, gang, pow for now. Make sure you're stretching every day. Your bodies need to become more flexible and strong before I can even begin to teach you the simplest lua ai, I know. Ai? What's lua ai? Charsu asked. Ai means form or hold or throw, lua techniques. Every technique, technique has a name. How many ai are there, asked Jay. Hundreds, thousands, said Uncle Kahana. How many do you know, Jay pressed. Enough. How many? Thousands? Hundreds? Uncle Kahana looked at Jay, an odd smile on his face. Enough, he said again. Each Lua master in school had their own set of ai. Next time. Uncle Kahana, we are really done for the day, Jay asked. All we did was stretching and hopping around. I thought we were going to learn Lua. Not enough action for you, Jay boy. You missed the broom. I can get it for you. Jay paused. He knew he was on dangerous ground, but didn't know where to place his foot. Finally, he shrugged. I want to learn more, he said. More? Uncle Kahana asked. Why? Because I can do more. Besides, you never know when trouble's coming. If we don't prepare now, it's too late. Uncle Kahana shifted his weight and tilted his head. Finally, he nodded. You have a point, Jay. Okay, Homana, sit down. We'll begin with the first lua ai I ever learned. He motioned to the mats and waited until we were seated. He rubbed his hands together. This ai is very simple, but powerful. It's the most important lua ai you will ever learn. Jay leaned forward, holding his breath. It's called run fu. Ah, said Jay, run fu. That's not even Hawaiian, said Charsu. You guys heard of kung fu? We nodded. Kung fu is a Chinese style of fighting. This lua ai is smarter. Run fu is what you do, so you don't need kung fu. Run? Squeaked Jay. Exactly. 
Before you learn how to fight, you gotta learn how to run. That's the most important Lua I run? I thought Lua masters were fierce, said Jay. Balance, Jay, balance. No shame in running if you're outnumbered, outmatched, and going to make die dead if you fight. You can't run. What if they call you chicken, Jay asked. So, just because they call you chicken, you're going to lay an egg? No. Lua is about using your brain, not just your muscles. Always live to fight another day, Jay. Live to win another day. Kumu, said Charsu, what if you can't run? Then you go for Lua I number two, kill Fu. All joking was gone. Uncle Kahana was gone. In his place stood an Olohe Lua, regarding us with his thousand-year eyes. To be Pono, you don't strike first, and you always try to find other ways. But if your back is against the wall, or the backs of those you love or must protect, don't hesitate. Don't fool around. Kill Fu. Clear? Ai Kumu, he said. My Kai, he said. Now who wants some sprunch?